The Mesa Chamber of Commerce Inside Business Podcast brings you a unique view of Mesa through its vibrant business community and the subjects that are important. The podcast is produced in the Mesa Chamber of Commerce Media Studio, sponsored by the University of Phoenix. Our podcast is hosted by Mesa Chamber of Commerce CEO Sally Harrison. Please enjoy this episode of the Mesa Chamber Inside Business Podcast. Welcome to the Inside Business Podcast here at the Mesa Chamber of Commerce. I am not Sally Harrison. I'm Bob. And Sally's here with me. Hi, Sally. Hi. Hello, Bob. Are you all right? (laughs) Did I startle you? Well, no, no. I should have expected that intro. You probably should. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Joining us today on the Inside Business Podcast is uh, one of our favorite people. Yes. Yeah. I'm excited by this. This yeah, is going to be a good is, podcast. This is good. I'm excited. We, we've been waiting for Diane to come visit. I know. Mm-hmm. So uh, Diane Meza, who is the head of Mighty, uh, and I'll let her go into Which is Mighty a really is, right? good title for it's her. It's cool, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Mighty. It's a fitting title. <laughs> yeah. So um, is here to talk to us about uh, all kinds of stuff, like Technopreneur, Green Flag, Apotheque. I mean, we're just going to attack. We have a great partnership with Mesa Community College. Oh, my gosh. It's so much fun. Lots so of Diane, stuff welcome. going on. Thank you. And, it's been and a minute before she actually gets to say her first word. <laughs> right back at you. I just, uh, you're my favorite people as well. And I want to thank you for having me today. Good morning. <laughs> and there you go. So um, let's, let's just kind of do a quick like pre-today sort of thing. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, Green Flag, we've had this program with Green Flag now for three years. Yeah, since we moved in right? basically. Mm-hmm. And um, we've done a lot of good. Yes. We've got a lot of good coming up. Yes. Um, how many how many businesses do we have now working out of Green Flag? We have eight working on a Green Flag right now. Eight startup eight. businesses that are still engaged with Mesa Community College, don't have their own storefronts. That's right. why they're working out of right. our office. Uh, we've got a, a launch coming up. We've got one of them doing a launch on July first. Yeah, I've got it on my calendar. It's That's going to be fun. Moz Metal Works. Look it up online. She's, yeah, she's it's so much fun. It's yeah, fantastic. Very cool. I've actually got uh, an extra painting that we can. Oh, there you go. All right. Yes. So Sounds Diane, cool. You get Thank you. Gift today. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I came on the right day. Woo! <laughs> yes, it's your lucky day. Anyway, so um, let's talk a little bit about that. Kind of how that, because I think that plays into the real discussion that we're going to have um, about Mighty's engagement and involvement. So, um, talk to us about what you know about kind of Green Flag and that kind of stuff. Well, um, I know that it's the Entrepreneurial Center, and I know that students can attend the Green Flag at very minimal cost and get great resources to kick off their business, as well as faculty mentorship um, with their business. Um, But I I know how it ties into the Technopreneur Program even better, because um, that's the piece that, as we convened businesses over the last two years, that was the piece that with our technology students that they felt could be missing to create fantastic candidates to go into the workforce, taking the entrepreneurial side and the technology side and putting it together. So that's where that's where the Maricopa IT Institute East Valley comes in. So tell us, let's let's start with it with Mighty, right? Sure. So what is Mighty? What is what Mighty? Is and Mighty? How, did, how did Diane get to be <laughs> Mighty? Mighty? So, yeah. so Mighty is uh, short for, and this is you'll see why we abbreviated it, the Maricopa IT Institute East Valley. That is a, yeah, that's a long, <laughs> yeah, a long, long title. title. So we call ourselves Mighty EV. That and that's a, lot, that's a lot shorter. And yeah, I like Mighty because, you know, we're, we're kind of coming in to make s- some changes. Um, we're, we're 
you could say we're a disruptor a little bit, but at the same time, we're hoping to really um, provide short-term training in response to IT industry. And we're trying to work within our college parameters, yet be nimble and quick and work a little bit outside of the college parameters. So right. we're trying to pioneer, I mm -hmm. use the word pioneer, the systems we have, and then be a, a test kitchen for new systems uh, in response to industry. So That's exciting. It is exciting, and we're, we're excited that we are serving four colleges. So we are, we're hosted by Mesa Community College. Mm -hmm. They are our gracious host, and they are helping us, you know, with location and our um, positions and things like that. But we serve all four colleges in the East Valley. So we're serving IT needs with Rio Salado Community College, Scottsdale, and Chandler Gilbert Community Colleges, as well as Mesa Community College. So there's a true regional collaboration there. Awesome. And so whatever we grow or create with Mighty, we are sharing and or we're doing the, like I said, the pilot. And mm -hmm. then we're saying, okay, where in these colleges would you want it? Where does it fit? And then we're also being receptive to colleges asking us for, hey, we have this program we'd really like to pilot. How can you help? So it's, yeah, that reciprocation. That's great. That's exciting. You ready? Yeah, go for it. All right. So let's zero in a little bit in regards to kind of how, because um, we're going to talk a lot about technopreneur. We're going to talk a lot about that. But let's zero in on some of that pre-work that kind of happened in terms of, you know, there's a partnership with a certain entity um, that created an opportunity that we thought we wanted to take advantage of. So talk a little bit about that. Right. Well, like I said, when we, we brought businesses together, we asked them what they needed. And so we got all kinds of ideas. And what they really said they needed were people with those soft skill, workforce skill you know, just those skills to come in that they could, they almost felt like our technology companies could teach people the technology side, but they couldn't teach the workforce skill side. So that was something that came out first. How are we really going to help our technology students with the workforce skills so they can become candidates for employment? Then as we started talking to more corporate partners, it almost went into these buckets. And the first bucket was they understand technology. The second bucket was they have workforce skills and the third bucket was they have they need to be innovative <laughs> they need to be yeah. have that entrepreneurial innovative mindset so as we were really working with teams on this we worked for quite a while trying to come up with what would be a program that did all three of these things or helped our students in these three areas we brought it to our very talented mesa faculty and i will say mcc's faculty is amazing and they've been just working with students for so many years they're constantly i think people don't understand that sometimes when you're a, a technology faculty person you don't just learn something and then teach that for the next 10 20 years you have to keep upskilling and sure. recertifying and staying very current on mm -hmm. things and so i believe our faculty members um you know are, do that they, they have to do it but they want to do it and mm -hmm. and they they like to be innovative as well mm -hmm. so when i brought this challenge i said how do we come up with this program that you know fires on all these cylinders for our students and you know to me it seems so foreign to them they were like oh no we already do something <laughs> similar to this we just need to add on so as they did that that's they said, helpful yeah i thought well thank goodness i brought this to the right, <laughs> the right. right people and I, I we actually storyboarded for hours one day in a in a classroom we just took the classroom and i said 
I said, excuse me, but I'm going to draw a lot. I, I'm come Ooh, from K-12 whiteboards. background, whiteboards. and <laughs> I love the storyboarding. And I said, I said, just hang on to your questions till I get all this drawn out. And as I did, um, they, I started drawing more. They started adding. And pretty soon, we came up with kind of like a, a funnel where students get their technology CCL first. And this is any technology CCL. So they're going to, they can get it in app design, web development, like we're piloting right now with you guys. They can get it in networking and cloud and programming. We even want to bring in business and other areas. Once they get that, then they go into what we call a capstone course, where they start actually researching a project for industry. And they could be facing industry at that time. But they also, the piece that was missing was that workforce skills piece. So as they do the capstone project, the next part, the next course they take is the Technopreneur Mentorship, and that's where Green Flag comes in, mm -hmm. and that's where the uh, Workforce Skills and Entrepreneurial Project Management is integrated. Then we even want them to take an Entrepreneurial Intro course, and that's with um, you know Dan Piercy and the Green Flag, and then at the end we want to give them a paid internship. So we're thinking if they do that research and that capstone. Now they're prepared to work better with industry and they now they can get the project management, marketing, they're working with teams. What's so great is that technopreneur course, the mentoring course, they work with the capstone students. So they're mm -hmm. actually working together and getting those skills, that, that, that lower level class, they're already getting the workforce skills and then the others are kind of, <clears throat> excuse me, the leaders in that. And then they get the entrepreneurial side of it and then we, we try to feed them into a, a paid internship either paid by us or paid by the company that we can you know mm -hmm. introduce them into and that's where you guys are amazing because you're helping to bring industry to our students and our students have already you know expressed we're so happy that we can actually work on an industry project before we try to apply for a job because oh, sure. we have something to talk to right you know projects in school are great and they're wonderful and, and our, our instructors make them very industry-based, sure. but to actually say, I had to keep a calendar, I had to <laughs> time management, I had to learn communication skills, all these things, they can actually talk to it in an interview, and it makes them so competitive. That's very cool. So that was long. Sorry. No, <laughs> no, no that's, that's, that's good information. No, that's important. So um, we've talked a lot about digital economy, about that kind of thing, and about you know, producing these technopreneur students and keeping them right here locally. Um, talk a little bit about some of the things that, that you guys have done to do that. So some of the projects that you're working on. Right. So we're working, uh, our students are working on three projects right now. They're doing um, uh, an app for a company here locally with you guys. And... Uh, they are working on a crisis app, prevention app for the, well, the state of Arizona, we're hoping. <laughs> right now yeah. we'll start community level. And then they're also working on some web development for a company, um, that, the companies that you have provided. So, That's um, awesome. And as far as keeping local, what we're hoping happens when, when app development, when you create apps, you don't just create them and walk away. They have to be maintained. Right. Um, so that's where we're really hoping that students that not only create these apps or other people that might be interested in maintaining apps that are already created could come to our Green Flag Center, Entrepreneurial Center, and that could be their business. That's cool. They could actually say, okay, wow, 
the Technopreneur program under Mighty EV is uh, they're creating all kinds of apps for these companies, but who's going to maintain them? Right. Once these students leave, you know, they're moving on to greener pastures. They're, they got that job or hopefully they're, right. you know, getting employed. Um, maybe some of them would want to stay and do that. That would be great. But we would also invite in others that might be interested in maintaining what we're creating as well. And I think then that just embarks on how do you start a business, right? And how do you start a business? That's mm -hmm. where Green Flag comes in. That's where Mesa Chamber and your support come in because that's not the IT side of it. That's the business entrepreneurial side. So the partnership that we have with Green Flag and our faculty that, that teach entrepreneurial skills and business skills is very important. Cool. I would say that's very important. I, it's it's such a great partnership and opportunity for us, not just as a, the chamber, but for us to be able to include our members and get them engaged. You know, I I think it's well, and hopefully at lower, very, uh, very low cost or no cost. I mean, right. that's that's the thing. Our students need need real world experiences, and uh, your companies need things developed that are not at you know a, a high cost or free rate. <laughs> Right. So that it just works out for everybody. Right, that's great. Talk about um, the the new um, digs that you guys have. Oh, on yeah. on our campus, like it's exciting to have yeah. you. Like yeah. we're kind of just taking this our over neighbor. now. This is now our campus. <laughs> okay, and I say ours as in <laughs> ours, like us. Diane, the group, not, sure. not the chamber alone. Well, of course. But we, we, we are, we so are the, proud the fourth of, floor? Is yes. that what you're asking? We are yes. proud of this campus. And, you know, we're excited that it's going to continue to grow and have more, you know, activity here. Oh, yeah. Well, we're excited as well. So, you know, Mighty EV is more of a concept than a location um, because we leverage our square footage programs all our assets for all four colleges we can whatever we create we can host on the campuses mm -hmm. the college campuses but we also want to have a home base right and, and our home base doesn't have to be huge but we need to have it for events and for industry because sure. we want our industry partners to have a place to go we want them to be able to come in and talk with us and tell us what they need mm -hmm. as, as well as students telling us what they need and what they're looking for and, and and get help so we are excited that about well i'm going to say it was i don't know maybe it's about 30 percent of the fourth floor here um, at this building we were able to remodel That's with our exciting. prop 301 money yeah. that we received from the district so we thank them very much for that and we now we went expanded from three classrooms that we had on the second floor to four classrooms but we have some really nice state-of-the-art technology in mm -hmm. those classrooms we have a computer lab we have a large conference room a tutoring room a soft skill space for students wow. for collaboration which we need with these types right. of programs right if you want the students to be innovative mm -hmm. you know they can't be working in silos they need to have those sure. places to create um, we have a lot of offices <laughs> because as soon as we start bringing faculty in, they need to have a place to go as well and work with, you know, talk with students. Sure. Um, and then we're excited that we'll have a, the reception area there. We'll be able to have our staff come in and help not just our students, but fire science and EMT are on the fourth floor. Mm -hmm. And we want to pull these resources together to help all the students that will be coming into the fourth floor. So it's just the sharing of yeah. resources, which just makes sense financially. Great collaboration. Yeah. And we invite people to come out and check it out. <laughs> well, will you have an open house at some point? We will. We will. We're you know hoping. You we have big scissors, right? Yo. Do you have the big scissors? Of okay, Because I don't. I only have little scissors. Okay. That's great. I know. We have big scissors. You got the ribbon cutting gear. Yes. Okay. We're 
Oh, it is kind of our thing. Oh, I know it is. Yeah, I, obviously you guys have the supplies on that. So, um, no, we, we definitely will be having a, we don't have a date set for that yet, okay. but we will be having, um, yeah, a kickoff and we're hoping to have uh, a very large Girls Get IT event in the oh, fall cool. there as well. Yeah, so, that's awesome. So yeah, we'll definitely, uh, we'll have to come back and have a podcast again uh-huh. when we have our date. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but definitely, we, we and we want to really make it a big party. We want to invite everybody in because we also want people to know, you know, what we can do for them. Mm-hmm. I, I think sometimes people just don't know the resources yeah. that are there. Right. So they're like, oh, you can provide that for us? Oh, we didn't realize that. So mm-hmm. hopefully. Hopefully we get a lot of people in industry, students, all four of the colleges, faculty, you know, hopefully can all come to a, to a kickoff. That's great. So, um, Diane, where do you see this program five years from now? Like, what are your visions when you look oh, out? Oh, do I see... have vision, Bob? I know. <laughs> I know you do, so share it with everybody. It's probably a little crazy. I see this. Oh, this it gives me chills when I say it because I just hope it happens. I see this as a regional training hub where industry literally seeks us out for candidates for IT. Students seek us out for real world on the job training and paid internships and industry and corporations want to get behind because we are targeting underserved populations. Mm -hmm. Um, We are changing the way STEM works um, and we are bringing in all IT sectors. Boom. What do you think wow. of that? <laughs> Trump, except it's already attached to a boom. So, Listen, th- Those are great goals. And you've got a whole community behind you. So why wouldn't it happen? I, I don't know why it and wouldn't happen. There, I think it should right? happen. Right? Yeah. The need's there. I think it's just a matter of coordinating a lot of effort Mm -hmm. right and that's what I hope to do that's what our team our mighty team and I have to give a shout out to Helen Bland who's our administrative specialist senior and you know Helen and I and Amanda Semrad who is our part-time student special specialist service specialist sorry student service specialist um we're we're the team but we are lucky that the East Valley presidents um assigned um some people from the colleges to create an advisory board. Oh, that's great. And our advisory board is so talented. And, and the reason I say that is because when I say talent, you need talent from all different, everyone has to look at an initiative through their lens. Sure. And so we have IT people from the colleges, all four colleges. We have um, administration, we have staff, and we have faculty that all make up that board. So when a partner comes to us or we get this great idea, Immediately, it goes to the, we call it the Mighty Monthly Meeting. How's that for an alliteration? (laughs) So at the Mighty Monthly Meeting, we say, hey, guess what? This is what we're thinking about. How should we do this? And when you have an advisory that has lived those things or been through them or has that, I mean, if you added up all the experience of our 15-person advisory, 15 15 people, you would say, well, we're going to go well over 100. We're going to go into, you know. 100 years of experience because it's just they've they've done it all and and if not and but they're also very in they they have that innovative mindset Mm -hmm. they're not where well we did that it didn't work they're like well we did it didn't work but now how could we make it work so um i just i can't thank the presidents enough for helping to put that board together and i can't thank our board enough for 
being so willing to, because this is above and beyond what they do. Okay. This is outside, you know, a lot of the scope of work of what they do. And they're, um, they see the need. And so I believe there's buy-in and passion. And you got to have that to try to pull off a regional training. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I would think. Yeah. Well, good, good for you for being able to pull everybody together. Well, you know, it's, it's a work in progress and we're still developing the model. We don't have the model set, but we, we pilot a lot of things and we learn from them. And we try to have debriefings after each of our pilots, which we will do with, with working with you. We'll say, okay, come on in, folks. How did this work? And we did this with our small business courses, right, uh, Bob? So it was mm -hmm. like, hey, what worked, what didn't? And now we've made those changes on the next, and we'll do it again because we're never going to arrive to the perfect model because things change, needs change. So we got to keep that going. That's great. So... Um, we probably should have talked about this at the beginning, but what about your background? Like, what brought you? What brought me? Yeah, how did let's I end talk up about here? Diane. I'm so excited I ended up here. Um, well, I have, yeah, interesting story. I started off, uh, well, I'm not going to date myself. I'll, <laughs> I won't say the date. I started off as a third grade teacher <laughs> for Mesa Public Schools and just loved it. And I taught there for nine years. I ended up working. Then I became the technology um I was a computer teacher uh, for private school because they had no program. Mm -hmm. And so I had done with Mesa Public Schools, I had done some computer training way back when, and I, my dad was a systems analyst, and I just, computers for me kind of, in your blood. they kind of came easy. Um, I, I enjoyed it, so, you know. What I, school were you at? Uh, I was at Booker T. Washington Elementary oh, okay. School. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I was there for nine years. I student taught there and got hired there, and uh, I loved it, absolutely loved it. Um, I taught third and fifth. And so, anyway, I, I went to the, the and I, I remained in the private sector for 20 years. But with, with the private sector, there's not a lot of money. So you either train yourself or you bring people in to, to help you. And I, I was a computer teacher, loved it, K-8, taught kindergarten all the way to eighth grade, loved it, loved it, loved the team that I worked with there. But I, uh, I became the actual technology coordinator because there, there was no one for that for the school K-8. Mm -hmm. So I, I self-taught a lot. I had to go to either trainings on, on my own dime or just brought in parent volunteers that did these trainings mm -hmm. and they would train me or I um, did tutorials. So mm -hmm. I was pretty well self-taught. I, I, I ended up buying an A-plus, <laughs> CompTIA A-plus DVD set and I went through all that on my own. I never did get the certification because I said, I don't need it. I, I can fix the things I need to fix on campus now. I regret that. So students, don't do that. Take the certification. <laughs> don't do it. Complete it. Complete the work. Because <laughs> now it's too late for me to go back. I'd have to learn all new stuff. But uh, I, I, all of a sudden I was maintaining seven servers, a network, um, ver a, a VPN, I wow. was doing thin clients because... So before you go, we've got a checklist of stuff, if you could take care of it for us. And just each time I would bring in, uh, I had some amazing students that wanted to work in this, and we would research together. And then it was funny, after that, they, they said, Diane, we have a, this was years later, they said, Diane, we have enough money to send you to a training. And I thought, <laughs> to a, a training. training. Mm -hmm. I was like, and I was like, great. And I will tell you, um, when you finally go to that training, you know what questions to ask after you've tried to sure, self-teach yourself yeah. all the time. And I thought, this isn't the way I'd recommend for students, but there, it, there was a plus to it because I said, okay, I know exactly what I'm going to ask you now. And I did. And so anyway, uh, that's I was self-taught there. I ended up becoming a vice principal 
for the school and a technology coordinator and a curriculum director at the same time. Like I said, private school, you wear many hats, and then I became an interim principal, and then I actually left and went to the charter system and became the principal of, of a school, and um, I, I was missing IT a lot. I really was, believe it or not. Even the complaints, even people coming to me telling me this doesn't work and fix it. Um, somehow I learned how to handle it. At first it was tough, but you know, I, I just you know use a sense of humor and try to have a 24-hour turnaround. Is and... it plugged in? <laughs> so I missed IT, and then when I saw this, this come up, I thought, oh. And I believe it or not, 20 years of me being even in elementary, I, I developed so many relationships with, work, with IT workforce sure. because we were buying things and bringing companies in and trying to get the best deal and, mm -hmm. and everything for our school. I had a lot of partners when all of a sudden I realized that I could actually be in a position where I could help underserved populations get into IT. And that's not the only role that I have, mm -hmm. obviously. I was very passionate about that because years ago I'd wanted to actually open up a charter school in Spanish. I really wanted to do that. And this is why I was going out getting all this experience in private, public, and charter. Because mm -hmm. I thought, I'm going to open up a charter school in Spanish where students learn in Spanish and then they take English, you know, on the side. And, I, you know, there's laws in the state and things like that that you, that you would have to work through on that. But, uh, and it would have been a challenge. And I never got to do that. Mm -hmm. And I, it's one of those things where you just sit there and go, oh, you know, that was like, that was that bucket list nagging, or that dream. That and then I thought, wait a minute, if I get into this... I can help people get jobs, I can help people get training, I can help people, I can try to be part of this paradigm shift with women in IT, I can, and then it just, it lit me up and I applied for the job. I, I didn't think I was going to get it. <laughs> so, so how long have you been there? I've been there since April of 2019, so I've... You're a newbie. I'm a newbie. Yeah, you're She's new. just a pup now. Yeah. Although Maricopa says I can't keep claiming that I'm a newbie, but... <laughs> There's a lot of processes to, us, to learn. I'm still claiming, claiming it as a, as a newbie. <laughs> wow. I'm like, wait, there's too many processes to learn in two years. I gotta, I need more time. But yeah. so yes, you asked me my story. Sorry, it's long because I've been in education no, for a long what time. What she's saying is she gets around. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go, go die. <laughs> and that's my story. I'm sticking to it. And so now I'm here well, working with you wonderful people. And we're, we're really glad to be here. And we're going to change the world. That's what Bob said. That's what we're gonna do. We're Bob said world. when I said The world down. belongs to those who <laughs> show up. And here we are, right? Yeah. You got this. Yeah. Well, it was just funny. And I'm going to throw a shout out to Bob here because when I was, as I was meeting with um, the faculty to try to get these three buckets, you know, with the Technopreneur program, I had not met Bob. And we came in and Bob said, Diane, guess what? We have this idea. We have this idea for our industry. And he started drawing on the whiteboard. <laughs> literally what yes, I you was have that in common. What I was drawing on the not exactly the yeah, same. Yeah. But I started looking at this and I went because we had some areas where we're like, well, how are we gonna how are we gonna make this sustainable? How are we gonna maintain these things? How are we gonna fund this? Mm -hmm. Because we had the plans for the courses, but you know, to make a yeah. Bob's term digital economy, mm -hmm. you gotta have those other pieces in there. Well, I, so we're like, well, okay, let's just crawl and then we'll walk and then we'll run. But we, at least we got this part. Let's get it going. I think it was two weeks later. Bob and I are sitting here in Mesa Chamber and he starts drawing this. He goes, I have an idea. And I mean, I almost started crying. I, I got goosebumps and I called Deb, Dr. Deb Laverne immediately. I said, we got to get in here. We, th this is, these are the missing pieces. These are the missing pieces. And sure enough, they came in. We had our meeting, and we're we're rolling. So this just it just shows it's got to be a team. 
Well, that's the value of partnerships, yeah. right? Absolutely, that's, yeah. That's everybody works together. Because we wouldn't have been able to put those We're pieces in together. ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah. So I have to say that. Bob, don't you remember that? Mm-hmm. I, I was cool. so, I was just sitting there. I was, I couldn't even I talk. love whiteboards. <laughs> yeah. I have still have the pictures of your whiteboard drawing. They're still in my phone. <laughs> to a point where it's a little creepy yeah. how much he loves whiteboards. Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah. Wow. Never hand him a dry erase marker if you really don't have to. He used multiple colors, too. I was impressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. Visual learner. Um, uh, I'm out of questions. <laughs> okay. I mean, I can well, ask more questions, listen, but I don't would be relevant. I think we we have part two coming up when there's yeah, we do. Uh, the, yeah. the next phase of what's going on. You right. come back and, and we talk about that. Talk about your opening. And talk about getting some cool signs around here, yeah. right? <laughs> yes, Diane. Now you're talking my language. I knew Sally would like yes, that. If we could explore some signage. Yes, we need to be discussing that. Yeah, well, thanks for taking time. I know oh, that you're gosh. so busy and, you know, you're pulled in many directions, so we appreciate you well, coming in. as are you, and I just appreciate you having me here. This, I will say, this is my first official podcast. Well, it I won't be your last. Okay. Oh, thanks. We, were, we were her first. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Take yeah. care. We'll, we'll, make it, we'll make it a regular occurrence. Okay, All right. and I'll get better. <laughs> Better than what? You're great. Thank you. This has been a Mesa Chamber of Commerce Inside Business Podcast. You can find all podcast episodes at iTunes, Spotify, or your own favorite podcast website. You can also find them online at mesachamber.org. Content of this podcast is copyright the Mesa Chamber of Commerce, unless otherwise noted.